0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Wednesday, the 22nd of November, 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed flat today at 7,073 points. Not a lot going on for most stocks anyway, though there were some big movers. In terms of sectors, utilities were up while real estate investment trusts, tech stocks and telcos were were lower. BHP and CSL were among the best performers of the large caps, while QBE insurance outperformed, rising 2%. Macquarie Group, Telstra and Aristocrat Leisure were the underperformers. Plenty going on in the market though. In corporate news, Helios' share price tumbled 33% after it completed a heavily discounted $154 million share offer. It was easily the worst of the top 200. Not In the top 200 is Premium, the wealth platform. Its share price fell 35% after it revealed a weak outlook for the first half of fiscal year 24 at today's annual general meeting. Shares in real estate conveyancing platform PEXA dropped 4% after CEO Glenn King told investors the economic outlook in Australia was mixed. Medibank's shares fell 2% after commentary at its AGM that said there's no change in its outlook. Last time they talked about a moderate outlook. People don't like the word moderate, hence its shares were sold off. Infant formula group Bubs halted its shares ahead of plans to raise capital to funds its U.S. expansion, and WebJet's share price rose 1% after the travel group reported higher revenue and earnings. Story number two, still in the markets. Minutes from the latest U.S. Federal Reserve meeting show officials say they could take a cautious approach to raising U.S. interest rates going forward and only need to move them higher if... If being the important word here, if incoming information shows insufficient progress in lowering inflation, the comments were read by Wall Street as saying rates in the world's biggest economy are unlikely to rise any further. In equities, the Nvidia released its highly anticipated results overnight. Investors were a bit cool on the September quarter report, notwithstanding it was better than expected, with revenue around 20 billion US dollars for the three months. It was a good result. But investors wanted a great result and NVIDIA's share price fell. Story number three, workplace relations minister Tony Burke says he struck a deal with some of the country's biggest resource and energy companies to exempt service contractors from changes to labour hire in the Albanese government's industrial relations bill. The big miners have been very critical of the proposed legislation and today Burke told the ABC that the deal would exclude service contractors from labour's same pay rules for labour hire. That will remove the ability of the Fair Work Commission to determine whether workers hired as service contractors should be covered by the rules. Burke said it will make it clear that if it's labour hire, it's covered. If it's service contractors, it's not. Not sure that I'm clearer on that one. Burke said the government's intention was to ensure that companies signing up to an enterprise agreement, including minimum rates of pay, could not undercut those rates by bringing on labour hire. Story number four, the Financial Review has launched its ranking of local universities based on education and research, which are the benchmarks for most unis around the world, the top in the inaugural list this year. Bit of a surprise, I'd say, University of Queensland. The ranking evaluates performance under five pillars, student satisfaction, research performance, global reputation, career impact and equity and success. UQ was number one, followed by the University of New South Wales, then the Australian National University, Monash in Melbourne and the University of Adelaide. Rounding out the top ten, Edith Cowan, Deacon, the University of Melbourne, the University of Technology, Sydney, and the University of Wollongong. The perennial at the top of these rankings is Sydney University. In this list, it came in 15th. And story number five, Israel's cabinet has approved a temporary ceasefire with the Hamas militant group, which should bring the first halt in fighting in six weeks, in return for the release of dozens of hostages. The deal is for a four-day ceasefire, and Hamas will free at least 50 of the roughly 240 hostages it's holding. The first hostages to be released women and children. Media reports ahead of the vote said Israel would free some 150 Palestinian prisoners and allow additional humanitarian aid into Gaza as part of the deal. A statement from Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office said the truce would be extended in an extra day for every additional 10 hostages released by Hamas. That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday the 22nd of November 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Wednesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your evening.